0: Section one hundred and nineteen of the legends of the Jews, volume three, by Lewis ginsburg read for Libervax.org. Section One Hundred and Nineteen: The Intercessions for Moses. When Moses saw that God lent no ear to his prayers, he sought to invoke God's mercy through the pleadings of others. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven so long as the course of moses days had not yet been run everything was in his power but when his time was over he sought for some one to appeal to god's mercy for him he now betook himself to earth and said o earth i pray thee implore god's mercy for me perhaps for thy sake will he take pity upon me and let me enter into the land of israel earth however replied i am without form and void and then too i shall soon wax old like a garment how then should i venture to appear before the king of kings nay thy fate is like mine for dust thou art and unto dust shalt thou return moses hastened to sun and moon and implored them to intercede for him with god but they replied before we pray to god for thee we must pray for ourselves for the moon shall be confounded and the sun ashamed moses then took his request to the stars and the planets but these two replied before we venture to plead for thee we must plead for ourselves for all the host of heaven shall be dissolved moses then went to the hills and the mountains beseeching them pray appeal to god's mercy for me and they too replied we too have to implore god's mercy for ourselves for he said the mountains shall depart and the hills be removed he then laid his plea before mount sinai but the latter said didst thou not see with thine eyes and record in the torah that mount sinai was altogether in smoke because the lord descended upon it in a fire how then shall i approach the lord he then went to the rivers and sought their intercession before the lord but they replied the lord made a way in the sea and a path in the mighty waters we cannot save ourselves out of his hand and how then should we aid thee then he went to the deserts and to all the elements of nature but in vain sought to secure their aid their answer was all go unto one place and all are of the dust and turn to dust again the great sea was the last to which he brought his request but it replied son of amram what ails thee to-day art not thou the son of amram that erstwhile came to me with a staff beat me and clove me into twelve parts while i was powerless against thee because the shekinah accompanied thee at thy right hand what has happened then that thou comest before me now pleading upon being reminded of the miracles that he had accomplished in his youth moses burst into tears and said oh that i were as in months past as in the days when god preserved me and turning to the sea he made answer in those days when i stood beside thee i was king of the world and i commanded but now i am a suppliant whose prayers are unanswered when moses perceived the heaven and earth sun and moon stars and planets mountains and rivers turned a deaf ear to his prayers he tried to implore mankind to intercede for him before God. He went first to his disciple Joshua, saying, O my son, be mindful of the love with which I treated thee by day and by night, teaching thee mishnah and halakha and all arts and sciences, and implored now for my sake God's mercy, for perhaps through thee he may take pity upon me and permit me to enter the land of Israel joshua began to weep bitterly and beat his palms in sorrow but when he wanted to begin to pray samuel appeared and stopped his mouth saying why dost thou seek to oppose the command of god who is the rock whose work is perfect and all whose ways are judgment joshua then went to moses and said master samuel will not let me pray at these words moses burst into loud sobs and joshua too wept bitterly moses then went to his brother's son Eleazar, to whom he said o my son be mindful of the days when god was angry with thy father on account of the making of the golden calf and i saved him through my prayer pray now thou to god for me and perhaps god will take pity upon me and let me enter into the land of israel but when eleazar in accordance with moses wish began to pray samuel appeared and stopped his mouth saying to him how canst thou think of disregarding god's command then eleazar reported to moses that he could not pray for him he now tried to invoke caleb's aid but him too samuel prevented from praying to god moses then went to the seventy elders and the other leaders of the people he even implored every single man among israel to pray for him saying remember the wrath which the lord nursed against your fathers but i brought it to pass that god relinquished his plan to destroy israel and forgave israel their sins now i pray ye betake yourselves to the sanctuary of god and exhort his pity for me that he may permit me to enter into the land of israel for god never rejects the prayer of the multitude when the people and their leaders heard these words of moses they broke out into mournful weeping and in the tabernacle with bitter tears they entreated god to answer moses prayer so that their cries rose even to the throne of glory but then one hundred and eighty-four myriads of angels under the leadership of the great angels Zachan and lahash descended and snatched away the words of the suppliants that they might not reach god the angel lahash indeed tried to restore to their place the words which the other angels had snatched away so that they might reach god but when samuel learned of this he fettered lahash with chains of fire and brought him before god where he received sixty blows of fire and was expelled from the inner chamber of god because contrary to god's wish he had attempted to aid moses in the fulfilment of his desire when israel now saw how the angels dealt with their prayers they went to moses and said the angels will not let us pray for thee when moses saw that neither the world nor mankind could aid him he betook himself to the angel of the face to whom he said pray for me that god may take pity upon me and that i may not die but the angel replied why moses dost thou exert thyself in vain standing behind the curtain that is drawn before the lord i heard that thy prayer in this instance is not to be answered Moses now laid his hand upon his head and wept bitterly, saying, To whom shall I now go, that he might implore God's mercy for me? God was now very angry with Moses, because he would not resign himself to the doom that had been sealed. But his wrath vanished as soon as Moses spoke the words, The Lord, the Lord, a god full of compassion and gracious slow to anger and plenteous in mercy and truth keeping mercy for thousands forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin god now said kindly to moses i have registered two vows one that thou art to die and the second that israel is to perish i cannot cancel both vows if therefore thou choosest to live israel must be ruined lord of the world replied moses thou approachest me artfully thou seizest the rope at both ends so that i myself must now say rather shall moses and a thousand of his kind perish than a single soul out of israel but will not all men exclaim alas the feet that trod the heavens the face that beheld the face of the shekinah and the hands that received the torah shall not be covered with dust god replied nay the people will say if a man like moses who ascended into heaven who was peer of the angels with whom god spoke face to face and to whom he gave the torah if such a man cannot justify himself before god how much less can an ordinary mortal of flesh and blood who appears before god without having done good deeds or studied the torah justify himself i want to know he added why thou art so much aggrieved at thy impending death moses i am afraid of the sword of the angel of death god if this is the reason then speak no more in this matter for i will not deliver thee into his hand moses however would not yield but furthermore said shall my mother jochebed to whom my life brought so much grief suffer sorrow after my death also god so was it in my mind even before i created the world and so is the course of the world every generation has its learned men every generation has its leaders every generation has its guides up to now it was thy duty to guide the people, but now the time is ripe for thy disciple Joshua to relieve thee of the office destined for him of section This recording is in the public domain